All right, this is week three of Star Wars Month. Seth, happy Star Wars Month to you. Happy Star Wars Month to you. So uh, we got one more to do after this one, and oh my god, I'm the, the I'm, Thursday can't get here soon enough, man. I, I swear to God, I am so ready for the rise of Skywalker, and I have avoided. This is the week, like they're going to start po- posting more and more clips and spoilers. Yep. This is the week I'm on basically media lockdown. Because if I if I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see it, I just skip right through it. Or I'll re- I yeah. swear to God, I'll report you. Anything Star Wars, I just go right by. I, w- I I'll be like, this is this is hate speech. They're they're ruining Star Wars. <laughs> so, but today we are doing uh, episode seven and episode eight of Star Wars. There will be no spinoff movies during Star Wars month. No, Absolutely no, no, not. not at all. No, we're sticking to the Skywalker series. So this is the Press Play Podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast press play. We're on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and everything in between. Basically, any main podcast hosting site, we are there. Or at least I try to make sure that we are. So uh, we're going to start with Episode 7. Now, this movie uh, comes right after a couple What was it? Like maybe... Ten years after the prequels. Yeah. And I was seriously I had my I read I had reservations. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't either. But I remember that first trailer came out because they announced they were gonna do a new one and everyone was coming back and I saw the trailer and at the end of the trailer you had Han Solo saying that the force, the Jedi, all of it, it's real. Goosebumps. Yeah. I remember I'm like, this is it this is what i've been waiting for the prequels damn all that this is the this is a star wars movie that we've deserved at least that's what i thought that was my first and and biggest takeaway from from watching force awakens in the theater was that this felt like a star wars film it sounded like star wars the prequels yeah the imagery's there you got lightsabers and Jedi and bad guys and space battles, but there was something missing, and it was soul. There was also, yeah, there was also, you know, things that were put into the prequels that didn't need to be there, like politics. Right. You keep that out of Star Wars. That's not what this is about. You can have politics all the live long day in Star Trek, but, I mean, because they have the, the whole Starfleet and all that, this is not what Star Wars is. It's not a political debate where people just sit around in a council and talk, which is what they do a lot in the prequels. Yes, they do. They just sit in a circle and talk. There's none of that. And, man, I remember when... I, I love that this... The trailer... They 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 tricked you. Because yes, I they remember, did. All the, uh, all the marketing tricked you. And and I was fine with that because they didn't trick you in a bad way. No. They misled you into into in, in in your own head canon, and I was totally fine with that. So was I. And we'll get into that as we get into the movie. So, uh, first thing I want to say is this movie starts off very well. Uh, oh, they come out shooting, buddy. Oh yeah, this in every sense of the word. That's another thing. I, this movie is dark. Yeah, I because I was watching it over the weekend. I'm like God. Damn, they just killed an entire village, let alone they blew up a planet in the first movie, but you didn't see everybody. You didn't see a soul. You didn't hear you people saw screaming. Yeah. And, yeah. This movie is great. <laughs> <laughs> and you get awesome force powers with Kylo Ren, who is a wonderful, wonderful villain in this movie. He's my new favorite Star Wars character. I love this guy. And I well, I say in this one, we'll get into why why he kind of slipped in the in the second movie. But in, in just this movie, Kylo Ren was awesome, a perfect Darth Vader replacement to me. 
I loved him 100%. I don't I don't know. I can't in in Force Awakens there's nothing I hated about Kylo Ren. He was wonderful. No, cuz he's he has to keep himself angry at all times to keep being seduced by the light. And I love that they did that with this. Yes. Is that you're 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 trying to? He's being seduced by the good side of the force. You don't. You've never heard that before. No, because he for some and they don't even explain why. But I don't care. For some reason, he idolizes Darth Vader. Why is that? I don't know. Because his his uncle is a Jedi legend and his grandfather is a Sith legend. I don't understand why he chose to do that, and I don't care. At all, because you see him talking to Darth Vader's helmet, yeah, for guidance. Uh, obviously, this is, and, and another. Obviously, we're dealing with a crazy person. Yeah, exactly, we are. And that's this totally guy's fine. Got some issues, man. Needs, and, to, needs to pump the brakes a little bit. And they, so many of these characters are awesome. Like uh, they, they introduce also in the first sequence Poe Dameron, and they say, "Oh, I didn't know we had the best starfighter pilot in the rebellion," and. When they say that about Darth Vader, it doesn't really hold up because of the prequels. But right. in this movie, that one that statement is one hundred percent true because this is some of yeah, the best. It pays this, off. this is some of the best X Wing fighting I've ever seen in my life. Poe is um is amazing when he's when he's flying halfway through the movie because you think he's dead and then he shows up to save everybody and he's yeah. just taking out X or TIE fighters left and right. It was gorgeous. It was. And exciting. It was very exciting. It was very. It was so cool. And then you meet Finn, who I one hundred percent love this character. So do I in this movie. Yeah, just in this movie. In this movie, because you understand his motivations from the beginning. Before you even see his face, you know exactly what he's about. Exactly. This is what Star Wars should have always been. It should just been. This should just been like. I I really wish the prequels never existed because it, it was a hump that we had to get over to get to this. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like we had to endure them. Also, but as penance to have the, have these movies be. And I mean, say what you want to about them. I know these movies are divisive to be. You know, to say the least. They absolutely but. well. They're divi- the first one is divisive because a lot of people were just saying that it was episode uh, or it was it was a new hope all over again. But there are, and yes, there are there's, certain... There's tropes of it, but again, that's the hero's journey. Exactly. It's the same story over and over and over again. Just there, because you have an old mentor and a and a young, out of place, uh, out of, you know, fish out of water character like Ray. Yeah, there's always going to be, you know, the unexpected hero that has to basically, you know, accept their destiny or whatever. Right. It, it's been done a million times outside of Star Wars. So, people can just get over that. Uh, but what really, what really got me was, oh my God, did they really build another Death Star? Are you kidding me? They did. I had no problem with the First Order. Are they that single-minded? Seriously, man. And this isn't even the Empire again, but it basically is. It basically is, yeah. And I don't mind that there's this evil Empire again, but did you have to build the exact same weapon? <laughs> Come on. I, I don't. I don't know. If anyone knows how to make a bigger threat in the galaxy, then we're going to blow up your planet. With Well, like I said in the last review, in the books, there are so many other weapons that just put the Death Star to shame. And they, they're they probably never going to get into that. 
Because no. even in uh, even in Last Jedi, there's no Death Star, but they have this basically ship at the beginning of the thing that's called like a, a, a dreadnought, which you've never seen. <laughs> it basically does the same thing, but they have to but they take it out immediately before in the first ten minutes of the movie, and I'm fine with that. Yes. just get it get it out of here. I don't want this movie to be like all the others where there's a big weapon that we've got to take down, and that's fine with, with that. That's not the problem. Empire in the wasn't movie. like that though. Uh, there was no, the, there was no big weapon. It was a big chase. Pretty much, and that's. Pretty much what Last Jedi was, to be honest. Yeah, with it you. is a big chase. <laughs> but so, uh, I and I also understand because, like, wh- why? Th- why does she have? To, why does Ray have to be from a desert planet? Like that is just overwhelmingly like th- I can't believe you did that. <laughs> there are so many other planets in the universe, and you put her on. You can call it whatever you want. Tatooine, Jakku, they're the same goddamn thing. Well, I think it's because, like, on the outer rim planets. I think that that they're all like desolate. That's why the no one ever goes out there but scum. Right. They go out there to hide. So it's like a representation of nothingness and emptiness, and you're alone. And so I don't know. For and her, it's like, and it's the and it's the the last place you'd ever meet uh, a would be hero. Right. Which is t- fine, but it doesn't have to be a desert. Is what I'm saying. It could, <laughs> it could be a. You, you could it have been a frozen planet. It could have been. You could have another forest moon, it, but yeah. you don't call it indoor. Just don't. She could be from the forest, and you know she 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 knows how to survive in the woods. That'd be cool too, I guess. But I did like that she was a junker, and you get to see all these gigantic star destroyers that are just basically the uh, the war's over. Yeah. So and it the star destroyers are very large, so it makes sense that after what twenty or thirty years, they're still picking them up part oh of course because an average star destroyer is I, I even googled it before this podcast an average star destroyer is at least a mile long yeah and the uh the big Karelian ships the vader ship was like a super star destroyer. Long. yeah and but that wasn't you didn't see one of those they were it was just all star destroyers and you know uh at or camel walkers and yeah. and crap like that but i don't there's not a lot about The Force Awakens that I hate, just things that I can nitpick. A lot of them are similarities mm-hmm. because I, I, I just immediately thought like, okay, did you just decide to take what worked about A New Hope and just put it in this movie? Because it seems like a lot of what made Force Awakens so good is what made A New Hope so good. But I do love a lot of things that are different about it. I understand, I understand why this movie was written the way it was, though, is because... Star Wars hasn't hadn't been in everybody's good graces no. for a long time. Even the fans were like, oh, "That's all we're getting." Huh? And not and not everybody was watching the Clone Wars cartoons, no. which were which were still on at the time. I so, wasn't watching them. So when they announced this movie and who's writing it, I'm like, "They're gonna go safe." And that's totally fine to do. They kind of had to. You though. had no choice. Yeah. You you basically had to make a movie that made everybody hopeful again. You had, to, you had to make a movie that that reminded everyone what Star Wars is. Yes, this, it's a it's a big dumb adventure, and I love them. And it's, it's it should be a good time to watch. And this movie is a good time. It it really is. I I I think I've watched um, Force Awakens since since its release. I've probably watched it about maybe four or five times more than Last Jedi. I've watched Last Jedi yeah. a few times, but just. Take, take however many times I watched Last Jedi, multiply it by like four or five, and that's how many times I've watched Force Awakens. Because it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It is. And it's got a lot of great moments, whether they're fun or not, that are just amazing. Like the, the, the very end, which mm-hmm. we'll get to. But I, what I like about this movie 
is it doesn't wait or about halfway through the movie there's no big reveal about who kylo ren is they're hinting at it at the very beginning of the film yeah and snoke just pretty much says it. it's like your dad han solo is with uh the droid wait wait and they they don't even like build up to it like wait what they did you didn't just at say? all he just said it. Yeah, he just said it. Like it was some. It was like no big deal. Like they've had this conversation already. Like yeah, you know, your dad's Han Solo. Well, this is the first time I'm hearing it, so treat it with some respect. But they don't, and I'm and I appreciate that because who cares? Yeah, nobody cares. No, <laughs> you you have a well. That, that also creates an interesting dynamic between everybody. Yeah, when you know, and they oh shit, they all know. Yeah. That's a that's another good point, and I like that it was treated that way and not like some big reveal in Empire. Right. Because then I would think, okay, now you're just doing this all over again. Yeah, if it's as ca- it was so casual, I appreciated it more, mm-hmm. and I do love that. Uh, for about a good three quarters of the movie, Kylo Ren has his mask on, and then you see him, and he's just like this. He's yeah, almost he's, a wuss. He's just a guy. Yeah, he just look. He, he's not scarred he's or not burned. We, no, he's not wearing it because he needs it. He's, he's doing it as a tribute to his grandfather. Yeah, well, it's cosplay, pretty much. <laughs> and I do love at the beginning you see his lightsaber, which is very different from anything we've ever seen. Yeah, because and we it, needed that. Yeah, it's almost as if his crystal is broken, almost or fractured, or it's just unstable. Yeah, which and then you when which you actually, is a, a perfect representation of his character. He's yeah. completely unstable. And when you get a look at when uh, you get a very good look at his lightsaber when they're when him and Han are both holding it, it looks like a piece of crap. Yes, it does. It does not look well put together at all. Because he wasn't fully trained, he just went he, the easy way. Exactly. Speaks volumes about his character. But what I love about his character as well is that he is what Anakin Skywalker should have been the entire time. Because when he gets mad, everyone knows it and everyone is afraid. Yeah. But when Anakin got upset, people were laughing at him in my theater. He was a, he was whiny and bitchy, but... Yeah. Kylo didn't throw a hissy fit, like just throwing out, oh, it's not fair. No, he just broke shit. That's all he did. He didn't say a word. He just started thrashing. Yeah, when he had that tantrum in the control room, and just started thrashing on the wall, and the dude's just standing there like, he's like, anything else? And he tells him. There was a girl. There was a girl, and he just brings him to it. He's ruthless. Yes, but he's also. He uses fear. He's and but he he can back it up because at the very beginning yeah. you see him block uh, that blaster with the force, which that is the coolest use of the force ever. I we saw this movie together. Yeah, and I remember I I I might have jumped. I didn't jump out of my seat, but I was like, oh my god, that is so cool. <laughs> I said, holy shit, loud. Yes, I, I couldn't believe what I just saw. Yeah, because no, Darth Vader just like kind of blocked it and absorbed it with his hand. No, yeah. he just stopped it in midair. I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> I didn't either. He just did it. That's he doesn't I, even give a shit. He just did it. That's what also makes these movies or these these two movies better than the prequels is that they're expanding what the Force is capable of without it being silly. Yeah. Like force speed is one thing when you see it in uh in, in the 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 Phantom Menace for one second for one second. But this when he did that, I thought, oh, we're gonna get to see some really cool stuff. Yeah, and the mind torture was 
a very cool addition to the Force as well. Exactly. And especially when you see it the first time when he's using it on Poe, and then later when he's using it on Ray, you realize that that crap goes both ways. Yeah. Which I was 100% down with, even though I did think, like, I'll get into it now, I thought it was a little bit too easy for Ray to come into her Force powers. I don't. Force powers have always come easy. That yeah, but I understand like she was resisting and then she kind of found out that she could also read his mind because she wasn't doing it on purpose. She was just trying to resist and she right. somehow got into his mind. But later on in the snow, when she pulls the lightsaber toward her during the fight, I thought I'm not sure like I'll quote Han, that's not how the force works. I don't think well, you no, can this, just do that. All this is established though. Uh all the problems that people have with Ray is there you're told this shit in the movie. You're shown it. The fact that she's good at fighting. You see her fighting with a staff. There's no way that she's not going to be able to pick up a lightsaber and use it. That's true, but the fact that she pulled I, it I, towards her with her mind. I'm getting to that. Okay. She is how 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 quick she is at repairing things and and uh, how, how she was able to fly the Millennium Falcon so quickly. You see her picking apart a Star Destroyer. She's probably been doing that her entire life. Of course she knows how this shit works. She's good at what she does. Well, she was also born and raised there, so I'm pretty sure she's flown the... the I'm sure she's flown before, just not gone anywhere because you yeah. know, she, she works for these people. But the... She, she tells Maz Kanata that there is always been something there she just doesn't know what it is and when kylo goes into her mind and she's able to resist she starts to figure out i can use this too but she doesn't know what it is she knows what it is at the very end when he's got her basically like yeah. the, he's got her he's like you don't know what the force can do let me teach you and then she just goes the force that's what this is that's when she figures out what it is and yeah. that's fine but that was but that scene where he, he she figures out the force, that's after she pulls it towards her. I get what you're saying. I'm just thinking. She's also heard all these. She thought Luke Skywalker was a legend. So she's heard all these stories of Jedi pulling things to them and using their minds. She just was mimicking what she heard, and it worked. Mm, I suppose. But that's that's neither here she's nor there. She's not a Mary Sue internet. She's not. No, what? Who's saying that? Idiots, probably. But this is what I'm saying where uh, where the, the trailer got us because, yeah, you you do see Finn with a lightsaber and everybody's like, oh, he's the next Jedi Knight. No, he's not. No, he's not. That's where the trailer... When, when I saw that, when we were sitting in the theater and it, was, it, it turns out to be Rey who's the actual Jedi, I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> you got me, you got me. And I was totally happy with that. I didn't, I didn't care one way or the other who it was going to be. No. Because I thought it would be kind of cool. Oh, this guy's a stormtrooper, but he's also force sensitive because he because they don't deal in clones anymore. Right. They basically abduct children and brainwash them, which that's, is that's pretty so freaking evil. That's so dark. <laughs> and uh, you get, I I do like the way that their their first order is set up because there uh, there's parallels. Obviously, you've got Snoke, who's basically the emperor again, but. Kylo Ren is not basically second in command. He has to share that power with General yeah. Hux. And I like I like Hux. I really do. I love I love his I love his performance 
oh god it's so hammy but it's so good <laughs> it's so good <laughs> like he just he he hams it up and it's so much fun like he's he's not winning any best actor awards but he's so much fun yeah he's he's having a good time out there and i appreciate that and i'm trying to think okay so i remember when there were two major times in this film where and we were in the and we were in the audience where the audience erupted in applause, and that was the first time you saw the Millennium Falcon because yeah. they're running and they're like you don't see it and like that ship's garbage, and then the their other ship gets blown up. Okay, that ship will do, and then they pan away and it's the Millennium Falcon. Crowd lost it. Yeah, they did. And then the second time is when Han Solo and Chewbacca mm-hmm. show up on screen. Oh my God, that was great. It was. It was almost it was almost comforting to see them, in a way. Well, we knew they were going to be in the film, but just the way they show up is is amazing. Now, there are parts of the movie I felt I find are unnecessary. Like immediately after they show up, they do this whole uh, battle on the on the ship that they're on, and the 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 giant monsters that they're hauling. Oh, the Rathars? Yes, completely unnecessary for me. I could have done with it. Mentioning them, fine. Yeah, he's hauling big, dangerous animals, but couldn't we have had a big gunfight between the two gangs and Han Solo and Chewie? And yeah, it was like uh, that would have been fun. It was like maybe fifteen or twenty minutes of unnecessariness. Yeah, especially when it really proves it has, there's no point to it whatsoever, other than other than the padded runtime. Yeah, and, pretty and much. A, which this movie's already almost like what over two hours. I don't care. And have a stupid Star Wars action set piece. Yeah, this you know that 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 whole scene was just to sell more Legos, but uh, <laughs> and then there there's so many unanswered questions though that I have that I don't feel like I'm ever going to get answered. Like, why does Maz Kanata have Luke's lightsaber? And they even ask, why? Where did you get that? A good question for another, for another time. time. N- no, no movie. No, how about, you can't do that. How about cut the Rathtar scene and you explain it now? <laughs> Because I, because uh, last time I saw that lightsaber, it was on Cloud City, falling into an abyss. Well, that's that's Abrams' little mystery box thing that he fucking does. But it's stupid. It's like, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I that, appreci- that annoyed me. I appreciate that it's there, but you could have spent ten seconds. Ten seconds. You could have said uh, one of my regulars tried to trade it in here. I don't know. Something. Something. And she knew what it was, so she took it and kept it away. Because she she even says she know she's not she's not of the force, but she knows very she's very well versed in what it is. She's not Yoda, but she knows what the force is, right. which is why she would have kept it. Just say that yeah, one of my regulars came in and tried to trade it for drinks, and I'm like, okay, that's fine, give it here. And then I'll just put it in this box, and then nothing will ever happen. But no, just adding this arbitrary mysticism to it. Yeah, it, I didn't that, care for that it. Still has not paid off. Uh, no, not at all. And I don't think it. I don't think, I think it ever will. No, this is probably going to be a throwaway line. Probably, but uh, one character I do love in this film is well, besides you know Kylo Ren, we've already talked about him, but I'll talk about him more later. I love I love Finn because he is so great in his story in this in this movie because he all he wants to do is get away from the forced or forced order first order he is terrified 
of this organization. Like he, oh yeah, he's it he, has every reason to be. Yeah, because he he says over and over again. He can, tries to convince Ray to run away. There is no fighting. There's only death. We need to run. And he only only cares about Ray. That is it. No one else. Yep. Lies about what he knows about the base just yep. to go down there to get her. Yeah, and then uh, squares off with Kylo Ren. He's like, that lightsaber belongs to me. Come and get it. I love that. I love Th- that line. I know. I do, too. And, uh, okay, so, oh, God, I got to talk about this. And gets his ass handed to him. Well, he does all right for a little while. He does while. all right, but no, he's he's completely outclassed. He would have been if Kylo Ren was not injured, but he did okay for a while, and then he—I don't know—but I did. I I think I loved Finn's fight with Re, with Ren more than Ray's because Finn's fight was more emotional. I feel like Ray was fighting more to survive. Finn was fighting for Ray, so it, I I enjoyed it more, but. Uh, yeah, speaking of Kylo being injured, oh boy, you want to talk? He should about, be dead. Yeah, you want to talk about a grown man crying in a theater? Oh my god! So I remember in the theater, I was saying to myself, "Don't you do it? Don't you fucking do it? I yep. swear to God!" And they hint to it so much in that five minutes because if you notice, Kylo's face is red. Hans is blue when they're talking, mm-hmm. and then the sun starts to go out, and it just and I love the I love the cinematography here Me because too. as soon as he grabs the lightsaber and tries to help Ren, the 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 sun is going away and it just fades and there's just that light on them and as soon as the sun is gone, then you see the red lightsaber go through him and I thought motherfucker. <laughs> Oh yeah! Everyone! Oh my God! Everyone in that theater knew it was coming, and we were all still shocked. Shocked! Oh my God! I was heartbroken. Yeah, me too. I didn't want him to die, but he had to. Oh, I know. I know. He advocated to kill himself uh, in the original trilogy, but this is the best send off he could have possibly had. Oh my God! I I was watching it the other day, and I was and I and I I, still get chills whenever he yells his name across the bridge. Ben. Yes. And. As soon, this is what I. This is why I love Chewie because in that second you hear Chewie lose his mind, doesn't hesitate Mm-mm. to shoot Kylo Ren. He tries knowing, to kill him, knowing full well who that is. Yep. You can not a single person can convince me otherwise that Chewbacca does not know that is Ben Skywalker. Of course or he ben knows. Ben Solo. Of course he knows. And he didn't hesitate. He's like, no, you just killed my friend. I don't care whose kid you are. Yeah. And we already know. how we, We're shown several times how powerful yeah, that it crossbow is, well, is. It is well established how powerful that that, that, that weapon is. Absolutely. Yeah. It and the take, fact it that it blows people backwards. Yes. And the fact that it just made it just it hit him in the side and he didn't move. He just dropped to his knees. Yeah. And he got back up. That is a testament to both of those characters. Yeah. To Chewbacca and Ben. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yes. I, I, from here on out, I'll never call him Ben again because in we talked about this once before. The, the very first YouTube episode we ever did, yep. we talked about this film. And I'll say it again, and I know you agree with me. I do not want Kylo Ren to be redeemed. At all. Because you pussied out and gave Darth Vader a redemption when he did not deserve it. Do not 
redeem Kylo Ren. At the end of Rise of Skywalker, he had better be dead. Yeah. Or on the run, at least. I don't, he better not be a good guy. No. I because and they tried to do they tried to pull that shit in Last Jedi. Where they're like, okay, well, may, uh, maybe Kylo's going to turn to the light side. No, I don't want that. I want a bad guy who gets his comeuppance. I don't want redemption for him because he killed Han Solo. He doesn't deserve to live. No. There's no redeeming that. He killed his own damn father. Exactly. But Anakin kills younglings and women and children, but he gets to be redeemed. No, I don't think you understand how this works. Ben is a bad guy now. He is Kylo Ren. There is, there's no redemption, Mm-mm. and I don't want to see it, because then you're basically saying that, oh, all you got to do is do one thing nice, and then you're forgiven, and you get into heaven, <laughs> and you get to be a force ghost. No. Uh-uh. Uh, what we see in the trailer uh, at, uh, of the uh, Rise of Skywalker is Rey and Kylo Ren fighting all over the place. One of them had better be victorious, and the other one had better be dead. Yes. Because that, there's no, there's no, there's no overarching, there's no... There's no character I arc. I actually don't care which. I don't care which either. There's no character arc for for Kylo Ren. There really isn't. He's a bad guy trying to trying his hardest to be a bad guy. Let him go out the way bad guys do. Yeah. Dead. Happy being bad. Yes, he's trying so hard to be like he's tortured by the light. Who's tortured by good? That's not a thing. Emo kids. Seriously. <laughs> So basically you're saying that oh he's he's tortured by the good side but if he gives into the good then he'll be all he'll be just fine. No, fuck him. Right in the ear. Yeah, don't care. I don't want Kylo Ren to be redeemed. I said it. <clears throat> A lot of people are like, "Oh, he'll probably turn good." Well, let's get into last Jedi because they're they try to they try to go that route, but I like that they don't. There's there's one I, moment you're you're supposed to think it, but I don't I don't think that was ever if you when he finally reveals what his true beliefs are, that's never that's never what he was about. He wasn't trying to go good. Kill it all. Fuck it all. Let it all die. We'll start our own thing. And that's yeah, but I'm talking about at the the, the second where he kills Snoke, I thought, This son of a bitch, don't you dare do that to me. And then they fight together and then it was all a ploy. Like, okay, that's I'm fine with that. Yeah. All right, you want to be the emperor in charge? You be the emperor in charge. That's fine. Get rid of the guy in charge, and then you take his place. That's that's one thing I liked about Last Jedi is this movie is very divisive, even more so than the than the other one because oh, people, by far because people argue that it's a great movie, people argue that it's garbage. I think it's somewhere in between. It has great moments, but also a lot of bad I, moments. I, I think this is a good movie with some very stupid shit in it. I agree. I think it has great moments. But I also think there's a lot of moments in between the good moments that I'm like, oh, that was dumb. Yeah. Like, we'll start, we'll get into that. But I, I this is another, this is another uh, film. I loved how it started mm-hmm. with, uh, with Poe, you know, just, just showing up uh, to the Star Destroyer and just basically uh, being a dick. Oh, dude! Up until up until they uh, introduce Finn in this film is wonderful. Abs- I I one hundred percent agree because the, they start with a space battle that is a lot of fun to watch. Not like yep. not like Revenge of the Sith, which is just cl- cluttered and hard to tell what's going on. No, I know exactly what's going on in this space battle because you know it's not hard. It's not cluttered. You can tell who's who. Yes, one thing I was watching. By the way, I was watching. Um, I was watching Last Jedi, and for some reason, I turned on just a little bit of Revenge of the Sith, 
Don't ask me why I did it. But I'm like, how come the prequels, everything looks all sleek and and really cool and shiny, but they forget that in the original trilogy, everything looks really clunky and bad. I like that in in this new this new series. They keep it that way. Yeah, of course. But I'm I'm just thinking, why did everything get downgraded in between Sith and A New Hope? It's, it's just weird. It's because Lucas forgot, he forgot what he wrote. <laughs> it's just so weird to see that how everything looks all cool and futuristic, and then it, when you get to the prequels, everything looks just boxy and, cra- and and just really old. Because it makes it look more believable. Uh, yeah, but it's still funny because I'm watching it like these ships make no sense when you, in 20 years in the future they're not going to look like that. No, it's it's crazy to me. So. Uh, yeah, but I one thing that I noticed about Last Jedi, that opening battle, is you've got... Okay, so they're trying to take down this Dreadnought, which is like a fleet destroyer or whatever, and you've got these bomber ships, which is weird because I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know why it's weird to me, but it is that they just have these ships full of bombs, and then you open the hatch and they just drop. That's not how space works. <laughs> well, you can't... You can't bank and do barrels in space either. So that's, uh, yeah, I know, but it's just weird. Like I'm pretty sure they don't know. They d- don't understand gravity. You know what I mean? Unless there's a gravity field, and once they get off or out of the ship, then they just keep going in the trajectory that you're, they're. That you're they're, thinking about this too hard. Your I eyes know. Are going to cross. I know. I know. My. My my forehead's about to <laughs> explode. Okay. It's just an air force battle. That's all it is. All right, fine. It's all it's ever meant to be. It's just an air force battle in space. And then it after, doesn't have to make sense. And then after after Finn wakes up, uh, I understand he's the same person. He's like, "Where's Ray?" And then we see Ray is in the exact same spot we left her. So basically, this movie picks up literally seconds after the Force Awakens Pretty takes much. place, which I was one hundred percent okay with. Yep. Because all the other movies, years go by. Mm-hmm. I like that this movie takes place right directly after Force Awakens. Totally fine. And then yeah, we get... This is where people are really divided. We get Luke Skywalker back. Yep. I like the way... I like the direction that they took with his character. I do as well. A lot of people... This is their argument. That is not Luke Skywalker. That is not what he would do. Well, understand that... 30 years have passed. All this shit happened to him. He's done. He tried and failed. He tried to bring the Jedi back, and he failed miserably, got his students killed. With bringing the Jedi back also brought back the dark side. Yeah, so he he understands that if the Jedi are done, then that's balanced. The the Sith will go away. Everything, the galaxy will just take care of itself. Yep. I understand what he's saying. That's why he throws the lightsaber away. He doesn't want to get involved in this again. The last the last students he tried to teach all died. He feels like a failure. Mm-hmm. Let him be. He just he even says, why do you think I came to the most unfindable place in the universe? Yeah, go away. You're wasting your time here. But the, 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 the thing that it's unrealistic for someone to go through that kind of trauma would not be this extreme. And and and, and remove ridiculous. himself from the force, and I mean that's really that's really believable. 
Of course it is. And it's ridiculous that people think otherwise. It's like, do, I don't know if you, I know that, well, I know you, you, this is just, you just want Luke Skywalker to be the way that you want him. Your headcanon's not going to live up to whatever you might think because well, you're not a filmmaker. And that's the problem with this movie is, well, the problem that people have with this movie is it doesn't live up to their little theories. Exactly. I mean, come on. And, and when people talk to me about the way that Luke trains her and everything that happens on the island, I asked him, what did you want this to be? Dagobah all over again? Then you complain about that. That's exactly what they would do, because they already complained that The Force Awakens was just like a new hope. If, yeah. you want the, if you want the same thing that you got in Empire, you just complain about that. They do the same thing, they complain. They take their, they do their own thing, they complain. There's really no pleasing Star Wars fans. No, and I, that's one of the reasons I really like this film, is because it goes in a different direction. It subverts your expectations the same way Empire did. Empire is a completely different movie from Star Wars. Completely. And then you look look at The Last Jedi and Force Awakens. They are two completely different films. They, they go in very different directions. You are introduced to Astral Projection Force Power, which is pretty freaking awesome, by the way. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just it, everything about this movie is this movie is about failure. It's about not living up to expectations and finding your own way. That's what this movie was all about. Yeah, there's some things about it that are really stupid, and I, I will absolutely agree with you on that. Um, yeah, like, but uh, I think anything to do with Kylo, Ray, and Luke is phenomenal. I don't hate those at all because for you you don't know yet but you're you see that uh they're force projecting in front of each other and Kylo Ren even says this cannot possibly be you the strain would tear you apart because he he knows yeah, what that, it is and yeah, he doesn't even try it. yeah he he doesn't even try it so you're wondering what you think it's the force bringing them together which is wonder which is a wonderful uh thing that it's actually yeah, snow he even comes to that conclusion why is the force bringing us together yeah and ray falls for it as well, trying to think that, you know, there's goodness in him. That's why the forces bring us together. No, it's Snoke trying to get you to him. I love his plan. Yeah. I do. And I do not really care that I have no idea who this person is. Guess who else you don't know who it is? The Emperor. The Emperor. Yeah. When the Empire and Jedi came out, you didn't know who this fucker was either. Killing him off... Is early was early. great. Is, is this movie's way of saying he's not the threat? Yeah, this other guy is the he, guy that just killed him. He's your real threat. Yeah, Snoke. People want to know who he was. Why? He's not the problem. He's not the problem. He's not even. He's not the villain. He never was the villain. He not, was just an ominous being. Yeah. Why do you need to know about him when Kylo Ren's the one that they're going to focus on? Yep. Which is. Wonderful. I did. I swear to God, when I saw Last Jedi in the theater and they killed Snoke, I thought, "Oh, that was cool." Yeah, it was. And I had no questions when I left the theater. I didn't care. Mm-mm. I didn't want to know. <laughs> and there's a reason I didn't care is because I love the fact that Kylo Ren is now in charge. They were building to that the entire time. Yes, Why were. do you need to know who this person was? He was a stepping stone. I don't know who General Hux is. He's still around. Yeah. I don't give a shit about him either. He's he's just an angry ginger. That's all. Do you want Do you want to know where Captain Phasma came from too? We'll, we'll get I, all of those in the upcoming series on Disney Plus. We better not, because <laughs> I don't I don't care about Captain Phasma either. Me She's either. just there. That's all they are. They're just there to serve yep. the purpose of the main characters. 
Yes, you have main characters for a reason. Not everybody has to have a backstory. No, absolutely. So, so see, and and there's that's not real film criticism. That's that's just whiny fanboy bitching. Yeah, because what it does is that it complete it completely ignores your own headcanon again because mm-hmm. when you see Snoke in Force Awakens everybody had a theory everyone most people are like oh that's probably Darth Plagueis why does it have to be well another question what does that matter to these characters even Luke and Leia have no earthly idea who Darth Plagueis even was right it means nothing to these characters so it means nothing for him to be anyone so he might as well just be some guy. Exactly. Because if he was Darth Plagueis, it would mean just as much to these characters now as it does when you know nothing about him. So that's why people were upset. They wanted this big reveal, just like with Ray's parents, and they didn't get what they wanted. And uh, and we talk about this constantly. Yep. When people found out that Ray is an absolute nobody, oh, they lost it. Why does she? Why? Uh, I thought she was going to be like Obi Wan's lost granddaughter or or Luke's kid. Why does everyone have to be related? They don't have to be. That's the. the it, this is a it, galaxy. They're they're trying to say something about the Force. Exactly, because you have Kylo Ren, who is now the big bad in charge, whose parents were complete legends in the Force, and then you have Rey, who is nobody. That is what the Force is. It's random. It always has been. Completely random who's sensitive to it. Yeah, yes, sure. If you're born into it, uh, because your family was also sensitive. We've seen that before with, with Anakin and Luke and now Ben. Yeah. But... The Force can 100% attach itself to somebody whose parents are complete nobodies. And that's what's beautiful about it. It makes a better storyline for Kylo and Rey. Dude, when he said they were nobody, I was so relieved they went that way. So was I. Because in the Crystal Cave where she's like, show me my parents, and you get nothing. Yep. It t- the movie tells you to fuck off. Pretty much. It's, stop, it's like stop worrying about things that don't matter to a story. If she's Obi-Wan's daughter, what does that do for anyone other than for you to say, Yoo-hoo, I was right. That's all it is. It doesn't it's, it's, it means That's not nothing. how you tell a story. No, it means that's nothing. That's what Lucas does when he writes prequels. He just mentions shit. Yeah, he just he give he, everyone in this universe is related it, when Lucas writes the script because when Lucas writes the script, oh, the bounty hunter that we're tracking, that's Jango Fett's dad or that's Boba Fett's dad. How cool is that? It's not. It's not it's cool. It's not cool. It's stupid. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's and, that, and people don't understand why they're complaining about it. It's, and it's just because it's different from what they thought it would be. Yeah. Except with the it's a movie, folks. There's a, and it doesn't do it in a bad way. There's a difference between fan service, like in, in Force Awakens when uh, Finn accidentally turns on the chessboard and she was like, huh? And then there's a difference between that and pandering. Yeah. Which is what Boba Fett and Jango Fett was. That was bullshit pandering. Yes, it was. And this is, and that's why people got upset in this one when they're like, oh, wait, I thought Ray was going to be... Uh, I don't know, Mon Mothma's granddaughter. No, f- no, nobody in this, not everybody in this universe has to be related. This is a galaxy. This isn't Alabama. <laughs> you just think outside the box a bit and realize that this is a galaxy. Yes, and if you have if you have theories, that's fine. But you're 
they're just theories, just conjectures. Yes. Don't it's, get upset when they're wrong. It's okay if they're wrong. I'd rather be wrong. Uh, yeah, because if I'm wrong, then, bored, I got, then I guess they're right. How boring and disappointed would you be if you went to this last movie and can guess everything that's going to happen? That's not, yeah, that's not telling a story. That's just being, that's predictable. I don't want to see that. Yeah, you're being guided. Through a yeah, tour. They're holding your hand. Yeah. yeah. You've, I, this, I've been here for the third time in my head, yeah. so it's good to see that it came out exactly like I thought it would. Yeah. You're not watching a film anymore. You're a guest at Disneyland. Yes. They're just holding your hand, and you're going through the lines. I don't care. Nobody cares. So, all right. That Now that that screaming match is over. Let's talk about the actual problems with this movie. Okay. Because it does have them. Now, one problem that a lot of people have, I don't... I don't have a problem with Laura Dern's character as uh, Emerald Holdo. No, I don't either. I thought she was... I thought, okay, because when this movie was made, Carrie Fisher passed away. So I thought, she could be a decent replacement for Leia. Mm -hmm. And she didn't do too bad, except for the fact that your plan is stupid. And I don't mean the actual plan that's set in motion. Your plan to not tell anyone. Is dumb. Yeah. yeah you don't tell anyone? You basically let Poe lead a, a mutiny against you because you didn't tell him what the plan was. That's on you. It is. It, and, and, she did, and she didn't tell him out of spite. Yeah, basically. And it made no sense. Like... It once, yeah, please tell him. Yeah, once once he draws guns on you, he's like, hey, I'm taking over. Wait a minute. <laughs> Before you do that, this is what Leia said. Uh, but, okay. Then he'd be like, oh. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's, 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 that was dumb. That was a poor decision. It was just stupid suspense. Yeah. It made, that that paid off to nothing. Absolutely nothing at all. You know the fact that you're, it was, and it didn't really. It was just suspense for the sense of it being there. There's already suspense because you're being chased by the Empire and you're running out of gas. Which, by the way, how are you running out of gas? <laughs> when did gas become a thing? <laughs> In Star Wars, I don't think I've ever seen it used. I'm sure. I don't think I've ever heard it mentioned. I don't. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Maybe in The Mandalorian he talks about fuel, but I don't remember fuel being an issue ever. Just this time. Yeah, I so don't... So they could go really slow and... Yeah, I'm 90% sure in the original trilogy, I don't hear them mention fuel at all. No. Which, again, that's that's a gripe yeah. with me. That's just kind of a nitpick. Yeah, okay, so they... Cool, they run on gas. I just... I don't like when... People try to give me fiction facts. Oh, what do you, you know mean? what I'm talking about? They they try to make up these science uh, laws that are supposed to be like that. That, that ship can't just go through all those other ships at light speed. That's ludicrous. No, guess what? It's a movie. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so you're talking about the Holdo maneuver. Yes, where she last ditch effort, she flies a ship at light speed and takes out many Star Destroyers and half of Snoke's ship. Granted, one of the most beautiful scenes in the entire movie. Yes, it is. I love that it was completely silent. It looked cool as hell. Yeah. And, and you're going to go, oh, that shouldn't happen? What are you talking about? Well, here's, here's This a, is a fantasy world. Yeah, and I'm... Well, <laughs> for me, I'm I'm a bit... She shouldn't have been able to turn around out there either, but what's this... 
But I'm like I'm on both sides of the fence when it comes to this because I love it and I understand. Uh, I don't understand people's gripe about it because oh that should never have happened. Why? Just because we've never seen it before doesn't mean that it can't happen. Yeah. But B, this changes the way space battles are going to go for the rest of this tri- <laughs> of the of this movie because basically we got any spare ships lying around? We do. Cool. Pop a droid in there. Hit him at light speed. Blow that shit up. <laughs> let's go get drinks. Battle's over. Battle's over now. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do from now on. Yes, absolutely. But, yeah, just, uh, enough with the, with, the, with the fiction facts. I can't. No, stop. It's a movie. It's a movie. I didn't hate it. It was cool to see. It was cool to see. And it makes sense within the context. Oh, you're supposed to be able to see cool stuff in Star Wars. It's, none of it's real. No. You don't have to make sense of it. Um, also, except it when it comes to story and it, how it, things are portrayed, but it kind of does make sense when you think about what light speed actually is. Yeah, just, yeah, and that one hundred, and it kind of does make sense because you hit light speed at some, you hit something that quickly, it's it's going to obliterate it. Yes, it will. That's just straight up science. It would destroy you. Yes. So, and uh, one thing that I hate about this movie, and it is a person that leads into a scene. I hate Rose. I do not... Okay, listen to me. I don't uh, particularly care for her character either. Right, but, but listen to me. If, you, if you're out there right now, did you, did you know that people hated Rose so much that they bullied the actress who played her yes. out of social media? And that's reprehensible. That is embarrassing. I am embarrassed. I am ashamed of those people. Absolutely. Why you call it? you call yourself Star Wars fans and you bully an actress so badly that she leaves Instagram and Twitter. It's horrible. You're, you're not no, you're not a Star Wars fan. You're a hater. It made me ashamed to be associated with people like that. Yeah. Let the lady I granted her her character is not I have nothing against her as a person. No, it's the character it's the that I don't character. care for. She didn't write it. Yeah, she just she, she was told what to do. Yeah, d- d- blame blame the writers and Ryan Johnson or whoever. You people are that that was despicable. Yeah, absolutely. It was the lowest of low. Just that, like, just trash acts that way. Yeah, like the the attack of the clones was the lowest point right up until that. Yeah, pretty you pe- much. You people are embarrassing. You guys are worse than Attack of the Clones. <laughs> so, we meet Rose, and then they go to Cantobite, which is the most pointless scene I think I can think of in Star Wars. I got to have made something to eat when that came on. Uh, yeah, I don't care for it at all. It's 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 so pointless because like, nothing comes of it. Nothing at all. Absolutely all all, nothing. The, actually, the only thing it does is set up. A fight between Finn and Phasma. That's the only thing it does. That's it, because they've got Benicio del Toro on board, and I did. I when he's on screen, I love. I love the way he talks. Just, just, I, just for some, I love Benicio del Toro as an actor. Oh yeah, me so too. So when he's on screen, I enjoy it. But the whole can, once they leave Canto Bite, I'm back in because you know they, mm-hmm. they've got him. They're on the ship. But when they're on Canto Bite, I'm I'm tuned out. The movie, the the movie just it seems out of place. It it does, dude. The opening crawl moves faster than this scene. Yeah, I don't want a side quest. I don't either, and I don't mind. And it, it could have been all 
in a cooler setting, I it guess. Been a, it could have been a cooler setting. Also, could have taken a lot less time, but we had to have these giant CGI dog donkeys <laughs> running through a city, which was stupid and looked horrible. Yeah. I didn't care and that it didn't, they were freed. Yeah. I just, I had, oh, yeah, the, I mean, yeah, that's intrinsically sad to see an animal being tortured. Of course, you're going to feel bad for it. Yeah. But, but that's called manipulation. Yeah, I don't care. Not to mention, it. there weren't any any really decent lines in that in that scene like i can no. i can think of two and i only i only know them because they make me cringe just rose like i wish i could put my whole fist through this beautiful lousy stinking town or what i'm like that's stupid i hate that line yeah, with everything in that? my body and then the other line it was like uh as soon as they get done like finn's like it was worth it though to tear up that town make him hurt shut up shut up oh and then she takes the saddle off the donkey pig and yeah it's so oh, dumb no now it's worth it that's almost as bad as. I don't like sand. We are the Flash. I don't like sand. It's rough and of course it gets, it gets everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, that that scene, that line is actually better than the other two in Cantabite that we just mentioned because at least that one, I understand why he, Anakin is saying these things. I just I don't think that Rose was necessary for. Finn to have her around, really. No, it was just another love interest that they jammed down our throat for no reason. And she wasn't even really that. I no, mean, when, well, when she kissed him at the end, he was like, why did you just do that? Yeah, like, <laughs> I, they, Finn and Poe have more chemistry than you two. <laughs> and she completely ruins Finn's awesome moment. Yeah. Because they've got this gigantic... Uh, Basically, a battering ram. battering ram, and Finn's like the only way to destroy it is th- is through the center, and that's what he's gonna do. And you're like, okay, if this is where Finn's going out, I am 100 percent okay with that. I was down because they tease you for like 30 seconds. Because like now he's fighting for something other than Ray. Exactly, he's fighting for a cause. But and then she stole that from us. She, she well, she and she well, also. Well, see, here's the thing with that whole sequence is I don't I don't like that it's there at all. I don't either. Because why put him in that situation if you're just going to take it away and it wouldn't have mattered anyway? And it didn't pay off at all because it only led to a line like we're not going to win this war by uh, destroying what we hate, but by saving what we love. Like, wait, you're in love? No, what? Shut the fuck up! No, you're not. <laughs> That was, st- and then she kissed him, and he, he, he was just like conv- visually he confused. Visually confused. What? Excuse me? <laughs> what do you mean you're in love? When she hit him, when she hit him away, out of the way, I was like, oh, really, really. And I would like to point out that the, uh, as the way that she hit, the way that she hit him, I'm like, now they're both dead. <laughs> exactly. No, they're totally fine. Her decision made absolutely zero sense. No, but her collision made less sense. Like, you both should be dead. <laughs> and so, okay, so they break through the door, and then this is this is my favorite scene in the entire movie, Luke Skywalker. Oh, yes. Astral projection, Luke Skywalker. And they, I, I should have seen it coming. I should have known that he wasn't really there, but I didn't. Because he looks younger. He he's has, shaved. He's, yeah. Got his haircut. Got his haircut. And he has a lightsaber. The yeah, the he has his blue one. He has his he? blue one. Oh damn! I didn't think about that. And 
He's not leaving red footprints. I didn't think. I didn't notice that. But I, I even in the theater, I thought, okay, this is going to be good. I didn't even question where did that lightsaber come from. No, nobody did. Not one time did I think. Wait, that was just broken in the last scene. Like Ray and Kylo Ren broke it. I didn't care. Did not care at all because this is when Kylo Ren's rage really comes out because he's got like a dozen gigantic, bigger camels than before. These things are huge. Yeah, they walk on their knuckles. You yeah, that. they're so goddamn big. And he's like, focus every gun we have on that man. And then they just blow the shit up and he just, just brushes it off. That was funny. Yeah. I loved that. When Kylo's just sitting there going, more, more. It's just going nuts up there. <laughs> you think you got him? And then I love, I love the fight scene. It wasn't quick, but uh, as soon as, as soon as you saw Kylo cut through him, again, I wasn't thinking. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> he got him. Wait, oh no, no, wait, he's good. Whoo! Okay, Luke really- Skywalker's alive. And then you find out that he's force projecting across the galaxy, and then he just disappears. Like, oh shit! I just, damn it! I thought you were gonna make it. God damn it! I was cool with how we ended. I was too, but uh, one he, thing. Oh man, I can't believe I forgot this. This is the because uh, how would he have gotten there anyway? That's a good. Yeah, because X-wing well, was submerged. Well, it's it was submerged in uh, on Dagobah, and they brought it out of the water. Yeah, for a couple of days. It's probably been there for twenty years. Well, we don't know how they work in Star Wars. I don't give a shit how things work. They just do. Uh, I can't believe I forgot to bring this up, Yoda. Yoda's in this movie. Yes, he is. And the just the just right amount of Yoda too. And he looks exactly like he should. They got that puppet back apparently because that. No, that's not the original puppet. Look at well, them both. Well, I don't care. He, he looks, looks, he looks better. great. He looks great. Yeah. But uh, I do love that. I, I'm I'm of the belief that Yoda knew that Ray stole the books, which is why he lit the tree on fire. Yeah. He wasn't gonna tell Luke. He's like, but he was eating. No, because the, the Jedi, they don't, they're not exactly honest with people. No, not even each other. But he's like, uh, oh, or you read them, have you? Not not really page turners. Everything Ray needs to know, she has with her. Like, yeah, because she stole the books, dipshit. <laughs> but I, I love Yoda in that in that role. And it was, you're right, just the right amount of Yoda. Yep. It, it, it couldn't have been Obi-Wan, but because, you know. Um, it makes more sense it was Yoda. Yeah, and it it would make no sense if you had uh, um, what is his name? Hayden. You and McGregor. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that would have made sense. It would have made no sense if you'd have. Well, it would have made sense if if the special editions had anything to say about it. If you had Hayden Christensen, because they put him, they at, did. which pissed me off. But I did love Yoda in that, and you, if you're not paying attention, you miss the fact that she stole the books because you see them for like a half a second when she's trying to uh, put at the end of the movie. Yeah. And, and 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 I love that. So, I. Oh yeah, there's one other thing that I hate, mm. and that is Leia's little force. I was just about okay. to bring this up. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I I don't hate the idea. I loathe the execution. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Because having her fly back to the ship. I mean, it's not that. She's able to use the force. That's that's the. It, it looks silly. Yes, it did. It didn't look cool. Because and it's, it is. It's not unbelievable that she can use the force because in the Force no. Awakens, when Han dies, they cut straight to her. Yeah, and she could feel it. She felt it, and she lost. She almost lost it. 
But if you're going to have Force Sensitive Leia in this movie, don't already have her in the vacuum of space because that makes no sense. No. But I, I, I've always said, too, wouldn't it have been you, you convey the same point had she been holding shit together? Yeah. Well, or, and that that would have looked cooler. It or, would have shown how powerful she really is, and or maybe I don't know. Try there's I don't there's so many ways you could have done it. Like she could have taken the controls of one of the Tie Fighters and and make it crash yeah. into the other one. That would have been cool. But the way they they gave it to us was bullshit. It just looked dumb. It it was it, it didn't look dumb. It sounds dumb on paper. It does. Leia flies back to the ship. What? From from where? From deep space? No, no, I don't think you know how space works. Well, granted, but still, I just I don't know. There, there was like you said, a, a million other ways to show that. Yeah, and they picked the stupid one. That they did. I would have rather her conjured up a blanket of Ewoks. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be more satisfying. That would have been to me. terrible. Or, I don't know, have her block the laser. Or the missile that's oh. coming at them. Take control of that. That would have been very cool. Just um, see a million different ways off the top of our heads. Like uh, like, like make make the tension that she's struggling. Yes. And then she finally pulls it off. Yeah, because she's not Luke. She's ha- She would probably have to struggle a little bit. Yeah. But, a million different ways to show it, and they pick the dumb one. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what else to say about this one. There, the humor in this film is out of place. It's silly. Well, they, they put it in places that it doesn't belong. Yeah, I think Force Awakens... Well, the, I, I do love at the beginning when he's fucking with Hux and he's trying to distract him. He's like, I have a message for Hux. And he's like, can you, can you hear me? It's from his mom. That was fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Force Awakens had better humor, especially when uh, you've got you know Finn, who's completely oblivious, like... We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. And you had Han Solo, who you can give comedic lines to because he's Han Solo. He did it in the original trilogy. He was a funny guy. But this one is just weird in different places. And I don't know. I I can't quite put my finger on. It's, It's not that the jokes aren't funny. That's not what I'm saying. They're out of context they're right they don't belong where they, they they bring you out of the tension they bring you out of the scene it's the wrong kind of humor yeah it it's it's not the right it's not like there's a timing thing yeah like this is not the time for that what uh but other than that uh i don't really have anything else on last jedi no i like a I li- lot of it actually i like it just fine there are parts that i will skip just to get to the next good thing like yeah. i'm i'm 100 skipping cantabite but yeah, and, there's there's a lot of this movie that I do enjoy. Yeah, there's a oh there's there's one line in this movie that it's it's cheesy and stupid, but I 100% love it. It's uh right when Finn beats Captain Phasma, and she's about to fall. She's like, "You were always scum, rebel, rebel scum. scum." Oh, that was cool. That was a cool line. It was. That was. And right. then she falls into her. Wait, she might be coming back because she might not really be. No, no, she's dead. Please let her be dead. I hope she's dead. I don't care if she is or not. I mean, she's going to come back and be like, oh, yay, she didn't really die. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, there's something about that armor. I mean, it, can, it deflects blasters, so maybe it can protect you from falling into an incinerator. I don't know. I don't know either. But I doubt it. I don't need her back. I don't care. 
But I'm not. I don't. I'm not getting into theories about uh, Rise of Skywalker. That's not what we do. We deal in fact. Yes. Yeah. So the fact of the matter is, I am excited for this film. I am too, and I. For a lot of different reasons, and the main one is that it's the end of something that I never thought I'd see. This ending, you know, what, you know what right. I mean. I thought when, I thought Jedi was the true ending to this. Yeah, uh, the Return of the Jedi, because you know they gave us prequels, which is one thing, but the Skywalker story ended at Return of the Jedi. But no, it doesn't. So, uh, yeah, that is amazing. So if if we go see this together, and the music starts and you see and you see the word Star Wars and you see a tear come out of my eye. Mind your own fucking business, okay? Don't even look at me. No, this uh, I I totally probably will cry during this movie. I I remember crying during the Force Awakens uh, crawl. I'm like, this is it, Star Wars is back, man. This is great. I I didn't cry, but I was definitely emo- I was heavily emotional. Yeah. Spe- and then when Han Solo died, oh god, I was a wreck. I just want a. I want a blast of a film. I want I want this to go out with a bang. Yes, a strong high note. I don't want them doing what they did in Jedi and just trying to tie things up. Like, no, you had three movies to tell us this story. Wrap it up. Don't waste time like they did in Jedi with thirty minutes of the movie dedicated to rescuing Han Solo that didn't need to be there. Yeah, get to this. Get to the point, and let's end this the right way. And I think if anyone can do it. It's It's J.J. Abrams. I've got faith in him. I mean, my God, the man brought back Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah, and he he did very well with both of those things. Yes, he did. So bringing this to an end, it's... that's that's, I'm I'm not worried about if I'm going to enjoy the film because every Star Wars movie I've ever seen, I enjoyed when I got out of the theater. Granted, the prequels were bad. I still enjoyed myself. Right. But this one has more weight to it. Yes, it does. And I'm hoping that it has the emotional impact that it should. Yes, because... I hope it hits all the right notes. I I don't care if they do what Endgame did, Avengers Endgame, and spent like 20 minutes after the final battle just wrapping everything up because the last 20 minutes it's burying Tony Stark and everyone saying their goodbyes. Yeah. If you want to dedicate 20 minutes of that of this film to that, you go right ahead because this is the last I'm going to see of any of these characters, so let me say my goodbyes. Exactly. Give me that. Don't just end the film like no, I want to see I just I, I want that satisfaction. No, I th- I think we're in for a good time. I think I so really too. Do. And that is what we're going to be covering next week. Yeah, absolutely. So get your tickets. Because next week is Rise of Skywalker and the end of Star Wars month. Oh, I don't, I don't think I'm ready for this to be over. I'm not either. I, I, I have no problem with them putting out movie after movie that I'll never see. But an end to this story, I don't know if I'm emotionally ready. We'll get you through it. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I guess we'll see you guys next week then. Absolutely. See ya. Later.